Hello and welcome to Jeremiah's podcast, a podcast that aims to help you grow in your Christian faith and elevate God's truth in love. My name is Jeremiah. I'm a born servant of Christ. In this episode, I will talk about Ruth's life and the lessons that we can learn about transformation using um, her life and what is written about her in the Holy Scriptures. And so just to begin with, I will just give you a background story. Um, so Naomi was uh, Ruth and Oprah's mother-in-law, and they lived in Moab. And aside from her husband, Naomi also lost two sons that were married to Ruth and Oprah. And, and Ruth and Oprah were originally from Moab. So while living with Naomi, Ruth and Oprah maintained close ties to their mother-in-law even after their husbands died. And so as soon as Naomi learned that the Lord had dealt uh, kindly to her people in Bethlehem, Judah, she decided to return to Bethlehem. And so Naomi attempted to persuade Ruth and Oprah to return to their mother's house as she had no more sons to care for them and was unable to provide for them as she was alone without a husband. And furthermore, she was also ready to just leave Moab. And, and so in response to Naomi's suggestion, Oprah decided to do just that, as it made more sense for her to return home to her mother's house than to go with Naomi. And the Holy Scripture indicates that Oprah chose not only to return to her mother's house, but she also chose to worship the Moabites gods. And it seems that Oprah, out of love, reconciled her beliefs with those of her husband, but she never forged a personal connection to the God of Israel, as it's evident that she was having a hard time letting go of her old life, especially now, now that her husband died and everything wasn't going well for her which explains why she no longer felt compelled to worship the God of Israel or follow Naomi to Bethlehem. And so she, and so she is a good example of, of a person that only chooses to believe in God as long as there is a good reason to do so here on earth. And not just because that God is simply God and worthy to be worshipped as the one true God that is above all. And to this, the Apostle Paul stated, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all, of all men, the most pitiable. And so, we are thus able to understand that life is much more profound than what we are presently exposed to in this natural world that we are living in. And one thing that I really want to mention here is that the contrast between Ruth and Oprah is very evident, but at the same time, it extends well beyond the fact that one left her mother-in-law while the other stayed with her. Let me explain. Ruth remained steadfast to the customs and beliefs she agreed to when she got married to an Israelite or a Jew, even after the passing of her husband, as those were the conditions for her to marry an Israelite or a Jew. In other words, Ruth had forged a personal connection to the people of her deceased husband and the God of Israel that was presented to her through her marriage. Thus, when Naomi sought to persuade Ruth to return with Oprah, Ruth insisted 
on staying with Naomi and stayed committed to worship the one true God. And she confessed to Naomi saying, Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you go and wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people should be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also if anything but death parts you and me. There's a lot of things that can be said here about uh, Ruth's confession to Naomi and what it means and, and what does it mean prophetically and what it means and what it means today for us and so forth. But I would like to keep it short for now and maybe go deeper next time. Okay? So Ruth's confession and choice indicates someone who chooses not to live but to die the old for the purpose of being able to embrace the new. And this is the accurate definition of, of converting, or in other words, transformation. As stated by the Apostle James in James chapter 1, verse 22, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So you see, so staying with Naomi meant not only joining and embracing a new family, but also becoming part of a new nation and being more devoted to the God of Israel. But that's not all, because it also meant leaving behind her family roots, her father's house, as well as a Moabite's way of life, where she come from, which she had known her entire life in favor of a faith-driven life. In Galatians chapter 2, Verse 20, it is written thus, It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. It is a common misconception that Jesus came to save mankind so they could live their best lives on earth, which is false. Christ came to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit so that our pagan way of life might be, be destroyed and a new creation could be birthed in us, defined and anchored in Christ. Because the old self has already been condemned and cursed. And so salvation is not guaranteed as long as the old self still lives in us. However, God promises salvation and rest to those who have lived their lives on earth after the new creation. The Apostle Paul stated that he died daily in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 31, which echoes Jesus' command to those who choose to follow him in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, that says, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And so you see, the, the term new creation implies that one must become like a newborn baby, which can only be achieved by unlearning everything you thought you already knew and embracing to learn everything from a new perspective, and that is God's perspective. Yet our tendency is to interpret the scriptures mention of the new creation 
as a need to improve or enhance the life we already had before we receive or accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It is not the case at all. Rather than enhancing what is old, God demands that it be put to ashes. And I don't mean this in a literal sense. Buried away, and again, I don't, I don't mean this in a literal sense. And that we be resurrected by the Spirit of God to the new life after God's holiness and righteousness. You can read all about this in John chapter 3, when Nicodemus the Pharisee went to visit Jesus Christ at night in secret, and in Ephesians chapter 4. As you meditate on these two chapters, keep in mind that there is a difference between putting on Christ and adding Christ. And God commands us to put on Christ. And this as well you can read in Romans chapter 13 verse 14, which is the same as what Ruth underwent. Let me conclude by giving you a parable, a parable that came to me in the Spirit and asking the Holy Spirit to give you an insight. If we do not gain the faith to trust God with our personal journey to Bethlehem, Judah, and be betrothed to Boaz, we may become and remain widows. Let me explain. In a spiritual sense, a widow is a wife of the dead. But when she remarries, after her husband has died, she becomes once again a wife of the living by virtue of the resurrection power of God. Because the woman was created by God for marriage, she was also saved through marriage when God judged both the man and the woman. And I'm referring to Adam and Eve. I will give you one hint. As a church, we are forming one spiritual woman who will be betrothed to Christ if she ceases to practice harlotry in her heart. In, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse, two, ver, uh, verse 3, the Apostle Paul states, For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Now, I pray that the Holy Spirit gives you understanding in, in these sayings and in everything that you just heard. May God bless you and have a blessed meditation. My name is uh, Jeremiah Timothy. God bless you.